You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Grant McCauley, Jake Mastriani with you after a 5-0 Braves win over the Mets. Make it two in a row in this series. Make it an eight-game win streak for the Braves, who all of a sudden, after going up to City Field and maybe feeling like they were getting pushed down in the standings and the Mets might be running away with things, have been able to put together a much-needed win streak and get these first two head-to-head battles in this series with two big games still looming. But a lot of good stuff to talk about on this show. Before we get started, I want to remind you, subscribe to Locked on Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube and subscribe to Locked on Braves wherever you get your podcasts. That will keep you up to date with every episode of this show and so much more. Uh, Jake, I feel like the phrase and so much more is something we can talk about with the Braves today because, yes, there was a win. Yes, Charlie Morton pitched well. The Braves offense showed up and looked like a very different offense than we saw up in City Field. A top prospect got called up. An old friend had a rehab start down in Rome for the first time in two years. And there might be some other big news brewing, which we may or may not get to on this show. But suffice it to say, big news day for the Braves. But I think a 5 nothing win over the Mets has to be the headline, at least for this show. Yeah, I think so. But I'll tell you, I may be more excited about Mike Soroka and what he was able to do. And look, despite even the results, just for him to be able to be out on a mound and see him, you know, pitching again was just really, truly exciting. But yeah, to cap that off with a 5 nothing win for the Braves to take the first two games of the series and look, if the Braves are going to win this series, they had to do that. You got Scherzer and DeGrom the next two days. These were the matchups the Braves had to win. Unfortunately for the Mets, both of their starters got injured yeah. in these first two games. But either way, the Braves pitching was great. The offense has been just as great. They take the first two games and set themselves up for a chance to take this series and get back in this NL East race. Yeah, you hate to see anybody go down with injuries. And for a club to have two starting pitchers go down in back-to-back days, That's a difficult thing. The Braves have been there before in the past. They have dealt with some of these pitching injuries as well, but the Mets lose Carlos Carrasco to the injured list with a strained oblique that he suffered in the game on Monday. And so that was one starting pitcher down, a 13-game winner for him. Now they come back out on Tuesday, and Taiwan Walker has to leave this game after just two innings thanks to back spasms. So we'll see what the long-term prognosis is for him. But either way, this has not been a good first couple of games for the Mets. Meanwhile, for the Braves, you have to take advantage of the opportunities you're given, and they had the chance to win a couple of baseball games and went out, handled their business, and did just that. Let's talk about game number 118 of the year for the Braves as they win back-to-back games against the New York Mets. Uh, for the Mets, they were shut out on three hits, one error, three men left on base, dropping to 75-42 and 42 on the year. Braves improved to 72-46, and 46. five runs, eight hits, no errors, six men left aboard, Charlie Morton. Wow, did he pitch probably his game of the season, I would say. One of his best performances in a Braves uniform and in a game in which I think there were probably some questions for Charlie about, you know, can I get things going against this Mets club? Because they'd had his number a couple of times this year. But I would say 12 strikeouts and shutout ball through six and two-thirds innings is a pretty good indicator that he was able to put it together. Six and five on the season. R.J. Alvarez had to come on in relief. He takes a loss for the Mets. He's 0-1. No save in a game that lasted two hours, 51 minutes. Crowd of 37,449 on hand to see it. Uh, Let's get into the things that you should really be taking away from this game. And, Jake, I don't know if there's a bigger one than 
You knew Charlie Morton is a big game pitcher. It's why the Braves brought him in. He's a guy with a great pedigree for pitching on the big stage. But this has been such an up and down year for the, for him. But this was not an up and down kind of night for him other than he was setting them up and mowing them down when it came to Mets hitters. Yeah, 19 swings and misses. I would imagine the Mets don't have many games this year where they've had 19 swings and misses, 11 on that curveball, which was absolutely dialed in for Charlie Morton. And this is the Charlie Morton the Braves need, and they need it on a consistent basis. We've talked about it. His last six starts now, he's gone five earned, zero earned, four earned, zero earned, five earned, zero earned tonight. So he's been up and down. We need to see him kind of get on, on a run of starts like this, but what a spot to come up and have one of those great starts as it was for him. And you look at the starting pitching in this series, and this is what we talked about. You go back to the series in New York, you know, the offense wasn't the problem and the game's not started by Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom. It's been the starting pitching for the Atlanta Braves that just really hasn't gotten it going against this Mets team. And you look at the first two games of this series, 18 innings, 10 hits, three walks, which is very key, one earned run and 19 strikeouts, 12 of those coming from Charlie Morton tonight. So uh, we've seen a, a very role reversal so far in these first two games for the Braves and the pitching staff for me really has what's made the difference in coming out, controlling the game early, pounding the zone, getting ahead of Mets hitters, and then being able to put them away. That's what's been the key difference in these first two games for the Braves. Yeah, Spencer Strider was able to give you five innings of one-run ball. The rain delay didn't help. Maybe he would have gone deeper in the game. We won't know, but that was certainly good enough on a night the Braves scored 13 runs. Charlie Morton didn't know if he was going to get 13 runs thrown up there, but he was able to pick up a dozen strikeouts. And in doing so, 97 pitches for Charlie, would you believe, 48 of those were curveballs. I'm going to call him the curveball king on this night because he leaned on his best pitch and was able to utilize his fastball and basically keep the Mets off balance and guessing and unable to really get anything going against him all night long. You mentioned the swings and misses. That's a big part of his game, of course, and 12 strikeouts for him. I mean, the proof is right there that he had his good stuff going and was leaning heavily on the curveball in this game as far as the strikeouts are concerned you know we talked about it coming into this series the Braves offense had some struggles putting the bat on the ball in that series in City Field five games 57 strikeouts for the Braves offense in those five games through the first two nights of this series seven strikeouts for the Braves 19 strikeouts for the New York Mets so role reversal indeed as far as that's concerned and for uh, the Mets, they're not shut out very often. It's only the sixth time this season that that's happened. And the 14 strikeouts, second most by the Mets in any single game this season. So a lot of stats to point to the fact that this is a very good Mets offense. This doesn't happen very often and should let you know exactly how well Charlie Morton was pitching on this night. We're going to talk about the Braves offense. Before we do, though, I want to tell you about Coffee AM, the official sponsor of the Braves postcast. Coffee AM is an Atlanta-based small batch coffee roaster. And if you go to coffeeam.com slash locked on today, you can take a look at their full menu of coffees, teas, and gift sets. That's coffeeam.com slash locked on. Use the coupon code locked on. You'll get 15% off of your first order. Again, coffees, teas, gift sets, a lot of great stuff there. I start my day with Coffee AM. I suggest you do the same. Coffee AM is the best small batch coffee roaster in America. As far as the Braves are concerned in their offense, they were able to get the table set by Ronald Acuna Jr., who come in you know, over his last 12 games with 19 hits, Jake. He's had a career high with four walks in this game. He was running around and got thrown out a couple of times. I'd give a tip of the cap to the Mets catcher on this night, Perez, who threw him out twice. But seeing him score from first on Dansby Swanson's double is one of the great sights if you're a Braves fan, knowing that Ronald Acuna Jr. has got it all going when he's trucking like that, and he looked pretty good on this night. 
Yeah, four walks for Ronald. You you mentioned the two caught stealings. First one, I thought he had a terrific jump. I saw the jump and I said, that's an easy stolen base. It was like an incredible throw by the catcher. Yes. And then the second one, unfortunate bounce off the brick wall through the umpire's legs. I mean, you can't draw that up any crazier, but glad to see. That was a big run he scored late in that seventh inning, too. He was able to walk and, like you said, came around to score on a single to left center field by Dansby Swanson, just running around those bases, not stopping. Uh, it's fun to see what he's doing. He had the big hit late last night, and you saw the enthusiasm from him at, at second base. So he has certainly got it going right now, and you see the, the eye that he has the plate i mean those are some tough pitches he was taking he's going into deep counts i mean it really is great to see a ron acuna jr that is just completely locked in right now yeah we're seeing that walk rate come up obviously if you're getting a whole bunch of hits and drawing a whole bunch of walks the on-base percentage for ronald the braves leadoff hitter is exactly where you want to see it which is trending up to set the table for this offense and when you've got Vaughn grissom doing what he's doing michael harris doing what he's doing at the bottom then you string them together with ronald acuna jr dansby swanson i know Austin Riley's cooled off a little bit lately, but all of a sudden here comes Matt Olson with a couple of hits tonight, including a huge home run to right field, 443 feet onto the roof of the chop house. He knocked in three of the Braves' five runs at his 25th home run of the season. The Braves' offense is really starting to put some stuff together here, and being able to do it against the Mets was a question that needed to be answered if you're the Braves. Can you do this against this club head-to-head and find a way to score some runs? And the answer through these first two games has been a resounding yes as that, I'll use the phrase again, role reversal was in effect for the second consecutive night. Also in this game, Robbie Grossman hit his first home run as an Atlanta Brave. It got it, they got the club on the board. Third home run of the season, surprising for a guy that hit 23 last year, but uh, perhaps the best for Robbie Grossman in 2022 will happen in a Braves uniform, first home run since coming over in that trade. So a lot of things that happened offensively that really helped you know, set the stage for Charlie Morton and the Atlanta bullpen to shut out the New York Mets on just three hits and go up two games to none in this series. And, of course, move a game closer in the standings, three and a half games back. We know what's lurking. It's Max Scherzer against Jake Odorizzi in game three. It's Jacob DeGrom against a pitcher to be determined still for Thursday. We'll talk about those in a moment. Before we get into that, though, I do want to come back to Mike Soroka, and you might be wondering, why are we talking about a rehab start after a big win between two clubs that are battling for the division? Well, the reason why is Mike Soroka made his first start since August the 3rd of 2020 when he tore his Achilles for the first time. Of course, we know last year as he was rehabbing, he tore it a second time. Mike was able to get on the mound in a start in a regular season game for the first time in two years and two weeks. Four innings, one hit, no walks, no runs, eight strikeouts. He looked absolutely dialed in. I was watching it before the Braves game got started and even into the start of this game. He had the sinker working, breaking ball was working. Everything seemed to be going Mike Soroka's way. And Jake, I don't know if there's an easier person in all of baseball to root for than Mike Soroka. I'm very excited to see him back on the mound. Yeah, I mean, I talked about it at the beginning. I tweeted it out. I was more excited for Mike Soroka's start than this game between the Mets and Braves tonight. And it is a big game, but you just root so hard for a guy like Mike Soroka and what he's gone through for him to be able to get back out on a mound and and pitch again. I mean, it's just so exciting for the guy. And I'm, you know, I hope above everything he's able to come back and pitch at the big league level, you know, not just for the Braves' sake, but just for his sake. I mean, he, he deserves it. He's put in a lot of hard work. I would love to see him be able to accomplish that. But the results were great as well. So yeah. that certainly makes you even more excited. Struck out eight of the first nine batters that he faced. Like you said, the sinker was working. All of his pitches just kind of bouncing all over the strike zone. 
I mean, it looked like the Mike Soroka we are used to seeing. He was only supposed to go three innings, but because he was so efficient striking out eight of the first nine, he went back out there for a fourth inning. So truly incredible for Mike Soroka. You know, who knows what's next for him, what his outlook looks like for the Braves this year. I'm not counting on anything for him. I just truly wish the best for him. I'm so excited for him and hope that he is able to make it back and be the pitcher that he was before all these injuries. Yeah, fingers crossed that he's able to continue this progression through his minor league rehab assignment and perhaps get a chance to throw some meaningful innings for the Braves here in 2022. I know, again, this is a night in which two division rivals are going at it, but it's hard not to have had an eye on what was happening up in Rome because, again, you root for the person, you root for the player, and it's great to see him back on a mound for the first time in over two years. We'll talk about game three in just a moment as the Braves get set to go up against Max Scherzer yet again. It'll be Jake Odorizzi on the mound for the Braves. That's your pitching matchup. We'll dive into it after I tell you about Bet Online. And betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games with reviews and news of every league, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and golf as well. Head to betonline.net today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the action that's happening. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, the game will be starting at 7.20 p.m. Eastern time at Truist Park on a Wednesday night. It's game three of this series. Biggest challenge yet. Scherzer's 8-2, a 193 ERA. Jake Odorizzi, two starts for the Braves thus far. Hasn't been able to get beyond the fifth inning. He made his Atlanta debut against the New York Mets in that series at City Field. He's 4-4 four and four overall on the year, a 3.80 ERA. But, Jake, if there was anything that the Braves could be looking for to help set the foundation for this, I think it goes back to what you and I have talked about, having the starting pitchers show up and at least try to match up as best as possible against the Mets lineup and give the Braves a chance to perhaps get into the bullpen and have an opportunity to win another baseball game because you're not taking anything as a given against a guy like Max Scherzer, who's pitched as well as he has head-to-head this year. Yeah, look, Scherzer's great. Runs are going to be hard to come by, but I want to see the Braves at bats, you know, can they continue to have these good at-bats, take close pitches, foul off tough pitches, and kind of work the count and work Max Scherzer, make him work? And then for Oda Rizzi, look, the one good thing about these first two games, Brace bullpen's fresh now. They had a, a big weekend in Miami, a lot of work done there by the Braves bullpen, but they're fresh now. If Oda Rizzi can give you five good innings and keep you in this game, you know, you should have a, a fresh mentor. I know Iglesias pitched tonight, but mm-hmm. would think he could come back. You got Kenley Jansen there. So you can kind of bridge that gap and get to those back-end guys. You can just keep the team in the game through five innings, which is what I'm looking for with Oda Rizzi. You know, take what Morton and Strider have done in these first two games. I know his stuff isn't as great as those two, but, you know, be aggressive in the zone. Make these Mets hitters beat you. If he can do that, again, kind of keep things close with Max Scherzer and see if you get a chance late. Uh, look, this is the big test for the Braves. Talked about it. They did what they need to do in those first two games. Now these next two, you know, how much have they really progressed against this Mets team? Can they win one of these games and win this series? That's what I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, and we're going to find out. Is Max Scherzer biggest test of this series and a guy who's on his way to Cooperstown, a guy that the Mets brought in to be a difference maker for them. He has been this year. He's going for his ninth win. He's got a 193 ERA. Jake Odorizzi looking for win number five and his first in a Braves uniform. ERA at 3.80 between his time in Atlanta and his time in Houston. Again, 7.20 p.m. Eastern time is that first pitch at Truist Park in Game 3 as the Braves look to make it three in a row against the Mets, nine in a row overall, take a series from the Mets, who, by the way, have not lost a series to a National League East opponent all season long. So this would be a lot of first for the Braves if they were able to check another box on Wednesday. It'll be tough, but 
We'll talk about it once we get there. As always, we appreciate you joining us here on the Braves Postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you subscribe here on YouTube and click the bell to get those notifications whenever we drop a new episode. And make sure you are subscribed to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, it was Atlanta 5, the Mets nothing, as the Braves have taken the first two games of this big four-game series. He's Jake Mastriani. I'm Grant McCauley. We will talk to you after Game 3 on Wednesday. And until then, so long. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 